0: to Running by Dawn. This is your host Dawn Pedersen and today we are looking at episode 23, Talk to Me. In today's episode we're going to be looking deeply into our minds and analyzing our thought processes. There is so much to our thoughts with our running. It's crazy how much our thinking affects our ability to run a workout complete a race run a workout well complete a race well there's just so so much with this negative or positive self-talk and I'll talk about some other kinds of self-talk as well I don't know if these are the official names these are just some things that I've observed in my thought processes or I've read about in other books or thoughts out there Things to consider. Anyway, let's go ahead and start with what is self-talk. We're going to talk about this. And you might be thinking, like, it's when people talk to themselves. We call talking to yourself when someone starts verbalizing out loud what they're thinking, okay? If you're like me, you tend to do that once in a while. I think it's more common... For auditory learners, it's more common for extroverts to just verbalize, whether it's by themselves or maybe another person is in the room, but they do under their breath, that they start talking to themselves and kind of analyzing things out loud. Sometimes it's really helpful, like I'll watch my kids if they're struggling through a math assignment or brainstorming an idea for another school project, they will start either under their breath or even a little bit louder, start thinking it through out loud, which is fine. That's actually not what we're talking about today, though. That uh, talking to yourself is incredibly useful and has its time and place and incredibly embarrassing sometimes when you don't know you're doing it. But I want to talk about self-talk that happens just in our minds, okay? Nothing coming out of the mouth. If you start to notice the things you're saying out loud, that can really give you a clue of looking internally and what are you thinking. Just our thought processes, our thought patterns, especially the verbal ones. But I'm an extremely verbal learner. My visual learning is pretty lacking i would say i've always known i was verbal but recently i learned how kinesthetic i am or hands-on learning as well is super helpful visual i can learn visually but it isn't the one that helps it stick the most it takes a lot more effort for me to learn visually if you're a visual learner you might have your thought processes involve a lot more visual stimulus my thinking Unless I'm trying to like recall or create a specific image, my thinking processes do not involve very much visual that I'm aware of at all. It's mostly just words in my brain, which makes me curious to know how babies think. Interesting. I love psychology. I studied psychology for a couple of years, probably had the equivalent of an associate's degree, but I switched majors and pursued a different avenue because I just didn't know what I wanted to do with it. But now sports psychology is super interesting to me as well. And that really is what our topic hits on today is some of this sports psychology. So our thought processes, especially our verbal, is our self-talk. And we could divide our thinking into five categories. Negative self-talk, neutral self-talk, distracted self-talk, focused self-talk, and positive self-talk. And I'm going to go through and talk about these different ones and then let's talk about how to get away from some of the negative stuff and change it into a more positive thing, okay? Negative self-talk I think is the easiest to define. It's when your commonly referred to as beating yourself up okay let's say that you're out on a run it's getting really hard maybe you hit a hill or something and you just start beating yourself up you're like that hill is too big I am too tired and I am not a very good runner anyway okay so I mean, it can even get worse than that. Like you can say some pretty nasty, horrible things to yourself about your running specifically, but really about anything. You can watch yourself on these different thought patterns for anything, but we're going to apply it to running, my favorite topic. So that's negative, okay? Those negative thoughts, especially about ourselves or our situation or making it so it's insurmountable, the challenge before us. That hill's too big. I could never do that. I can't conquer that. It's going to go on forever. I'm never going to make it. Yada, yada, yada. Negative self-talk, okay? Neutral self-talk, I would say, is kind of a step up where it's more observations. Oh, that's a pretty big hill. Or I have a half mile left of this race. You're not quite to the positive. Maybe you're not even ready for that. Okay, so one example I like to use for my cross-country team is when your legs are really hurting, either in some faster stuff or some longer stuff where you've been going for a long time, your legs start burning, to just say, ah, my legs are burning. That's interesting, and move on. Okay, that's a neutral. You're just kind of observing You're not trying to, you know, convince yourself that everything is lovely. You're just kind of experiencing the moment as it comes. All right? So that's neutral. Distracted self-talk. I get into this so much and it's more typical with like a very casual run that you'll be distracted as a runner so you're not thinking about your running you're not thinking about the hill you're just going through the motions of running i'll often listen to either i like to do a lot of religious studies so i'll listen to scriptures or religious talks or maybe a podcast or audiobook so my mind will be on that. I'm not even thinking about my running. I'm not even there in the moment with my running. I'm still aware of my running but that's not where my mind is focused. Also a good example of distracted running as a lot of people including myself will work out life problems or concerns during a run so you'll go out you're stressed about something at work or something and you'll think about it think about it think about it and roll it over you watch yourself you'll be able to identify whether your patterns are negative neutral or positive about that work problem as well you could think about that but you're distracted you're not thinking about what's happening in the moment you're distracted I call that distracted self talk which is very good if you need to decompress something or you're enjoying a podcast or something else like it's okay to run distractedly as long as you're not letting it impede your goals for that run distracted running I think could be a big problem in a race that you're not in the moment sometimes just when we run distractedly I think we get into such a rhythm that it actually improves how we're doing sometimes I'll just get into a rhythm my mind will be elsewhere and I'll look at my watch and be like oh that was a pretty quick mile. woohoo! And other times when I'm distracted, it'll be the opposite, that I'll be just kind of trudging along, not really thinking about it, and I'll be like, oh, that was really slow. I'm not paying attention. So distracted running is kind of this weird thing where it can go either way as far as whether it helps or hurts. A lot of times, distracted self-talk will actually help you ignore some of the pain, which can be good if you don't know how to handle that or how to channel it so distracted running i would say is a tool if you're not ready for the next level yet i'll get there okay focus self-talk is when you're in the moment and you're not being negative about it you're not distracted you're not neutral about it oh that's a big hill you're actually focused on it so Let's use the hill example again. I see a big hill and focused would be, I know how to do this. This is a little bit into the positive too. like almost strategizing. I'm going to turn my feet over a little bit faster. I'm going to... Pick a point and run to that. I'm going to pick another point and run to that. So this kind of strategizing and thinking like if you've ever focused really heavily on your form or on your breathing or on different things during a workout or during a race, you have like this physical focus on your running that is focused running, focused self-talk and can be really beneficial in helping you improve Whether your form or your breathing or your race, like if you're really focused on, I know this feels like a 630 mile, this is the pace that I need to be at, this feels great, my legs are turning, my arms are pumping, like just being really in tune with your body that Focus self-talk can help with doing that. Now, if you're really in focus with your body and you're still dwelling on the negative, like I use the example of my legs really hurt, then you can go down into the negative channel and be like, my legs really hurt. I haven't prepared enough. I'm not doing well. This race is going to be a disaster. So <laughs> focusing on your running can also go either way. Either you're focused and you're using that to improve with positive self-talk or with even neutral talk, or you can have focus that's going to actually not help you, okay? Depending on what you choose to focus on. Last but not least is our positive self-talk. So let's use our hill example again. You get to the hill. If you've been doing a lot of hills, you might say, Hills, I know how to do that, I've been practicing this, this is gonna be great. It might be a little bit challenging, but I'm up for the challenge, okay? So I'm not dismissing what it is, that it might be a challenge, I'm just telling myself that I know that I have the capability to run out that hill. Maybe you haven't run a lot of hills, you hit a big hill, and you're like, great, an opportunity to practice a hill. I haven't done hills in a while. This will be good for my training. See? Totally different approaches to the same scenario. So negative self-talk is probably the only one that you have to avoid. I think the other ones can be useful tools. And sometimes we'll recognize what picture we're in. Negative, neutral, focused, distracted, positive, And I think that is the first step. So if you want to work on your self-talk, go out for a couple runs and just be aware of where you're at. Is this negative self-talk? Is this neutral? I'm just observing what's going on. Is it distracted? I'm not even thinking about my running, which, like I said, is fine. Is it focused? Am I really focusing on how to accomplish this run or my form or really in tune with my body and thinking about the movement or is it positive and like I said sometimes it will fall into both like I'm focused and I'm positive I'm focused and I'm negative I can be distracted and positive distracted and negative or even neutral okay I almost think of negative neutral and positive as one category And distracted or focused as the other category. Are we thinking about running or not? What are those ways in which we're thinking about it? Negative, positive, neutral. And if we're thinking about something else, distracted, that can also be negative, positive, or neutral. Okay? Anyway, so the first thing I want you to do if you haven't focused on self-talk before is just go out on a few runs and just be aware of where you're at. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? And maybe that will be distracting from what you're thinking. So don't do it nonstop because then all you're going to be thinking is what am I thinking? And the answer is probably nothing except for what am I thinking, right? But observe those times. Maybe a hill, if you come to a hill, or you want to pick up the pace a little bit, or you're out there and it's been a long time and you're tired. Those are the times to be like, Where's my thinking? What am I doing? Am I helping myself succeed? Or am I hurting what I'm trying to do out here? So one thing I've tried to really focus on as a coach and myself is to realize these different levels, negative, neutral, positive, and take it to the next level. So if I have an athlete that is extremely negative, I've given some examples in some previous podcasts of kids that just say, I hate running, I don't want to run, I'm no good, I can't do this. Negative self-talk and even negativity coming out as they talk to me about how they feel about running. And just change it to neutral. Okay? I'm a new runner. That's not really necessarily positive or negative. That's kind of neutral. I haven't done a lot of running. I don't love running yet. That's better than I hate running, right? That's an opportunity for a potential to like running. I haven't learned to like running yet. Or maybe during a workout, you could think about, like, my breathing is really heavy. Instead of I'm dying, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to get enough oxygen. You could just be like, wow, my breathing is really heavy. This is a challenging workout. You can even say, like, Call it what it is. This is a hard workout. I said that on our workout we did at summer camp today about 15 times because it was. But I didn't beat myself up about it and say, you can't do this. I kept saying, this is a hard workout. We're getting a good workout, right? There's a little bit of that positivity. But when I was struggling, it was, this is a hard workout. This is a good challenge. Okay? So if you're not ready to say nice things, just say neutral things. Don't worry about going to the positive side if you're not ready about that. And you can apply this to tons of stuff. I've heard this same thing like in regards to body image. Judy Moore, is that her name? I think so. She has a great podcast. I've listened to a few episodes years ago. But she talked about this with body image. Instead of looking in the mirror and pointing out all your flaws, she said just look in the mirror and say, oh, look, there I am. That's it. Very neutral, right? Not making yourself say nice things, but just being like, there I am. There's my eyes. There's my nose. There's my mouth. You're not being critical. You're not being positive or negative. You're just recognizing what the situation is and calling it what it is. All right? So you can do that. If you're not ready to step into the positive realm, step into the neutral realm. I'm running. I'm out here running today. Instead of saying, oh, I hate running. Why am I running? I'm running today. I mean, that actually could lift your spirits. Like, It would bring you to a positive mindset. If you think about, I'm running today. Wow, that's pretty great. I came out here and took care of my body and took care of my mind. And I'm doing something for myself right now. I'm out here running today. Okay? So... The jump then from neutral to positive is a lot easier. We could say, instead of neutral, ugh, my legs really hurt. Jump to neutral. That's okay. Legs hurt sometimes. This is the hard workout. And then positive. I am getting stronger. I can do this. That pain in my legs is pain because I'm running so fast and it's going to help me to be a faster runner. I was talking with some of our high school group at summer camp this week and there was a young man who brought up a very valid point. He said, you don't want to push yourself to the point where you get hurt. And I agree with that. If I said, you know, my legs hurt and it was like injury hurts and I ignore that pain and I'm not in tune with my body and what it can handle, that is a potential for injury. That could really hurt me. Okay, so it's important to listen to your body and to get so in tune between body and mind that you know what is actual distress and potential harm to your body and what is a good, challenging workout. There's definitely a difference. I can feel when I am pushing myself too hard and often often you can't if that makes sense like it's pretty rare that I can push myself my body will often overtake what I'm able to do mentally and that is not always the case if you know anything about The famous runner, Prefontaine. I just watched a couple movies about him. And in one race, he had, like, a horrible gash in his foot. And he ran that race like there was no problem totally ignoring what his body was signaling to him about pain. And ended up, like, ripping his shoe off at the end in so much pain and blood gushing everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, we need to be reasonable for him, like he had this amazing strength to push through the pain that I definitely do not have. I did successfully get through uh, birthing three children and had some great techniques that helped me do that. Two of them were completely natural. The first one, I had an epidural, like right at the end. So I know there's things you can do to help push through the pain with your mind and with your breathing and different stuff like that in that situation. And honestly, that has helped me to be a better runner, to be able to have those childbirth experiences where I'm like, huh, this is not as bad as childbirth. So I think I can keep going. I've definitely had those moments. In my last marathon, I had some major severe cramping. My quads and my calves were just cramped tight. Charlie horse tight for a little while, and I was laying on the ground. That was a moment that my body took over, and the pain was too intense to power through mentally, right? But I was able to get up and I was able to keep going once I knew that the strain and stress on my body was okay, and I was able to finish my marathon. I had to ease it back. I couldn't keep pushing my body to the point of cramping like I had been, and I got a lot of water, and that helped. To rehydrate those muscles and to get everything under control. But I've learned to use these positive mindset things to help push through physically. And I have decided (laughs) that as a runner, I'm actually stronger mentally than I am physically. That I can push myself further mentally than I can physically right now. Which is really interesting. So these are great tools to use to be able to take it to the next level. As far as distracted and focused running, like I said, sometimes it just doesn't matter. I did read, I can't remember where, I read a study on elite athletes that talked about the best athletes, they actually used focused self-talk. They are thinking about running and strategy and how to get through it rather than distracted, especially during races, they are thinking about that moment and how to move their body in a way that's going to help them. And they spend a lot of time, a lot of mental time thinking about running and thinking how to be better runners, probably both while they're running and outside of their running time, thinking about the actual process of running and how to improve their running and all of that distracted running is great i do a lot of distracted running but if you want to take it up to the next notch try to teach yourself at least during part of a run or one day a week to really focus your thought processes on your running and what those movements feel like and how to really dig in and improve your running okay and you might need to look up some ways to improve your running like what does proper form look like and how can I increase my foot turnover we'll talk about those kind of things in another episode but those things are great to think about and to work on while you're out there on a run especially an easy run when it's not so challenging to just move your body forward (laughs) All right, let's go ahead now and talk about some different kinds of positive self-talk. We could dive way into all the different kinds of negative self-talk. You're welcome to look those up if you want. I really want to get us away from those thought processes and replace those with positive things. And I feel like that's the easiest way to do it. Sometimes it might be helpful to analyze your negative thinking, but let's just replace it with each either neutral or positive. So I think the easiest example of positive self-talk is just encouragement, okay? You encourage yourself. Just like if you were cheering on a teammate or a family member who is doing the exact same thing. This is the, you can do it, you're amazing, I believe in you kind of statements. We could say those to ourselves. You know, you've worked so hard you're ready for this. Go ahead. Give it a shot. Don't give up. Those kind of things are all kind of this encouragement, okay? I think that's really a fabulous way and the first way that we think of with running of how to have positive self-talk. I also think there's a lot of other options as well. Um, Another one that you could try is empathy, okay? So maybe this is challenging, Rather than encouragement, yeah, you got it. Just be like, I know it's hard. It's okay. You are up to this challenge. There was some encouragement at the end there. But turning to empathy first and acknowledging like, yeah, that hurts my lungs to run that fast. And then kind of going to the neutral, that's okay. And then changing it to the encouragement. Sometimes that empathy is important because if you just say, yeah, you can do it, blah, 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 then it's really hard to believe sometimes. So if you can acknowledge the struggle, then it sometimes make it makes it easier to get to the next level. So, for example, like if you're in a race and it's not going well and you know you're not going to make your time, like... That has happened to me way too many times. <laughs> you just realize as you get further on the race that your goal is gone. You can acknowledge that loss and that disappointment, like, oh man, I'm so sorry this didn't work out this time. You can still be grateful that we had this experience. Just think about maybe the things that you've learned. Here's a really cool story. I would love to have seen this guy's thought process in the USTF National Championship. This wasn't too long ago. Look this up if you haven't seen it. It's amazing. But I'm going to kind of give you a spoiler. So if you want to pause this, look it up, and then come back, go ahead. But there was this race, and college level guys, nation best college level guys, and it's in the steeplechase, which if you don't know what a steeplechase is, it's like big hurdles and one of them has water every lap. It's a very interesting and fun race to watch. So they're doing these laps and these hurdles and a water one every lap. I think there's four hurdles total. And near the end of the race, 300-meter race, so just under two miles, one of the guys that had been running in, like, third most of the race, he trips. He totally trips. He, like, rolls. It's really quite the video he rolls some other guys are like almost hurtling him and jumping over him I mean to me it looks like he's getting kicked so hopefully that's not the case but he jumps up he's now at the end of the pack and this was a pretty tight pack so it's not way strung out but he's at the end okay and the video goes back and focuses on the top runners for a while so you don't really see what happens and then you see this guy and he moves back in To like this 4th, 5th, 6th position. He's with the pack again. And they've got one or two laps to go. And he just starts gunning it. He starts gunning it. And by the end, he is... Put some significant distance between him and the second runner and he wins the race. Holy cow! Like, what is this guy thinking? I would love to see his thought process. He must have had a moment of empathy where he thought, this is hard. And then he changed it. Like, he turned it around. There is no way that he had negative self-talk because in that moment when he fell, most people would just throw in the towel and say, oh, shoot. I missed it. I blew my race. But this guy didn't do that. And I probably would have done that. I would probably gave up. But he didn't do that. He booked it up to get back with the pack, stuck with the pack, and then passed them all at the end. It was phenomenal. I just would be so fascinated to know what his thought process was. He actually said that he had... This must be common in this event that you do fall. And so he said he kind of had a plan of what to do if he fell. This was the plan was that he would catch back up and then try to win it. And oh my gosh, how amazing. What an amazing story. What an amazing race. I highly encourage you to look that up. It is fabulous. So give yourself a little empathy. But don't let it drown you down. Don't go back to the negative self-talk. It's okay to acknowledge that things are hard and that things are rough and not going how you like. But use it as the momentum to propel you forward, not as the wall to stop you in your tracks. Okay? We are all stronger than we think we are. Now, that's not to say that you're going to get a PR every single race or you're going to smash every workout But I know from personal experience and from watching other runners, that mindset is huge. And when you give up mentally, you can't do it physically. Like you can't pick it up a notch. You can't accomplish amazing things when you give up mentally. So don't give up mentally. Give yourself that encouragement, that empathy. Also, I think a really great thing to focus on is gratitude. This was something that really helped me get through my last marathon when everything was cramping. I was grateful that I was there. I was grateful that I was running. I was grateful that my family was there. And I have other times that I've been in workouts or I've been in races and I'm just grateful to be running or I'm grateful for the beauty of my surroundings, or I'm grateful for the people that I'm running with. Gratitude can be huge to helping us to get to that positive mindset where we can focus on the positive things happening instead of the things that will bring us down. So I encourage you, if you're having a hard time with the positive mindset, to start with gratitude. What are you grateful for when you're out there running? What is motivating you to be out there And maybe it's just like, I'm really grateful that my body can move. I'm really grateful that my heart is working. I'm really grateful that my lungs are working and getting stronger. Like there's so many things to be grateful for. I don't think I saw running or my body as the gift that it is and i'm a strong believer in a god a loving god and the gift that he has given me of my body and of my ability to run until i had my major injuries and then each time that i come back and the last one was my longest 6 months out not being able to run and that 5 years ago i couldn't run for 6 months has stuck with me that I'm still so grateful for the ability to run and so sometimes it takes like not having what our blessings are to realize how blessed we are but really focus on those things that you're grateful for and that are meaningful in your life can really help you know maybe you're out there Running to get in shape because you love your kids. I've had an athlete that really didn't want to be on my team very badly, but he told me he did it for his mom. I don't always agree that kids should do it just because their mom wants to, but he was sincere. Like, he loved his mom, and he wanted her to be happy. And so he came and ran with us. And as hard as it was for me to not hear that he just loved running, I was grateful for him and his love for his mom. And he really does. Like, he... He is very sweet with his mom, and I love to see their relationship. So, another thing that I found really helpful in self talk is like this team spirit attitude, okay? So, this companionship or sportsmanship. I was running a half marathon a couple years ago, and it was one that I wasn't super serious about, but I just wanted to go out and run a half marathon. I was going along with this group of people. I'd finally gotten to, like, my pack of people after starting the the race late. It was chip time, so I was going to get my time, but I had to, like, go through this flood of people first, so I finally found, like, my group That was similar pace and I was really enjoying being there with this group of runners and just enjoying this race fill with all these people next to me and it was fabulous okay and it's definitely the coach in me. This was just a little bit into my first year of coaching high school. I coached littler guys elementary school a couple years before that and there were people that were having a hard time off and on and so I'd just be like, you got this. But I was also thinking, it wasn't just out loud, I was hoping for their success and I was encouraging them in my mind. If I saw someone having a hard time or even there was this one guy that we were playing leapfrog the whole race and I wanted him to do well. And so sometimes you might be able to incentivize yourself by, you know, looking at I'm going to beat this person whatever here I go, I'm so cool. I haven't found that that kind of talk pretending I'm like the best person ever has been helpful. I think put, pitting myself against other runners can be really motivating. But anytime that I start like thinking negatively about them, that's actually not helpful to me. But if I'm excited about their success as well and thinking about how we're helping each other, like that really, really helps me and motivates me and I might pass them at the end and that'll be great. But Being excited for the success of all the runners and hoping that we can all do our best. Like that helps me to keep a good mindset and to be very happy on my races. But this one race as we were on this half marathon, as we were going along, there was one guy who had just had it. I don't, I don't think he was was prepared for the race or he went out way too aggressively or something, but he just dead stopped. And he was a younger guy, probably... Early twenties or maybe even a little younger. And he dead stop, swore really loud, and it was right in front of me. And so I started passing him and I said, Come on, you can do it. We're almost there. And he was shocked. He was absolutely shocked that someone would take notice that he was struggling. And you know, he had definitely given up mentally. Like that was clear as day that he'd been going along fine physically and then all of a sudden decided he couldn't do it dead stopped cursed at himself and (laughs) decided to walk but this little bit of positive feedback for me hey you can do it encouragement I don't know for sure but I didn't see him walk again and I'm sure he did much better anyway so you can not only help yourself but also help those around you whether you're running with a group, or running in a race. I really like to think about other runners as I'm out running, even by myself. I'll think about, you know, there's other people out there that are doing this. Sometimes I'll see them, and sometimes I won't, but I pretend like they're out there. And I hope for more runners to be out there, too. I think about, oh, there's so many people that I wish could be experiencing what I'm experiencing today, and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I'm a social person. I like this concept of the team spirit, and that really helps me with positive mindset. Maybe thinking about how grateful you are that you're by yourself if you're not interested in other people. Being around that day, I've definitely had those runs as well when I'm just done with other people, and I'm so grateful. This goes back to the gratitude part. So grateful to have a run by myself. So the team spirit isn't always what you need. Use one of those tools: gratitude, encouragement, empathy, and team spirit. Maybe come up with your own list like what helps you, what kind of positive self-talk are motivating to you in your running i wish i could think of some other examples i don't have any other categories that are coming to mind right now so if you do have some in mind you're welcome to leave them on my facebook page dawn running and we'll see you there all right have a great day get out there and be aware of your thinking categorize it what kind of thinking is this and then try to switch it around to either neutral if you're negative or to positive if you're maybe a little negative and mostly neutral switch around to positive or if you're pretty good with your self-talk mostly positive just be aware of those times when you do get negative and try to turn it around all right i'll talk to you later bye